What's up, Rad Dads, and welcome back to another episode of the Rad Dads Show, hosted by none other than the two raddest dads on the East Coast. Hello, Rob. Hello, Sal. How are you doing? Pretty good. And yourself? Uh, not too bad after this hiatus we had. Yeah, we apologize for not recording for a couple of weeks. It's been a very couple, busy couple weeks. Super, super busy. A lot of stuff going on. It's been a rough week for me. Do you want to talk about it? Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I guess we can we can uh, uh, include that in our topic for, for tonight. The topic for tonight is men's mental health. What we can or what we should do about our mental health. So, so Rob, nearly one in 10 men experience depression and anxiety. Are you stealing my stats or you brought up your own stats? No, I brought my own stats. What's okay. your stats? Show me your stats. They're right here on the screen. All right, go ahead. Go for it. Five major mental health problems affecting men. Depression. Over 6 million men suffer from depression per year. Male depression often goes undiagnosed, which does not surprise me. Does that surprise you? Well, I think that it takes men a real long time to admit that there's something wrong, right? Yeah. So wait, it, what did that say? It, it goes undiagnosed? Yes, undiagnosed. Well, that's crazy. Men are more likely to report fatigue, irritability, loss of interest in work and hobbies rather than feelings of sadness or worthlessness. So approximately 19.1 million Americans, adults ages between 18 to 54, have an anxiety disorder. Three million men have a panic disorder, agoraphobia, or another phobia. I'm going to bypass bipolar disorder because that's a, something unto itself. Psychosis and schizophrenia. Wait, what, what's agoraphobia? Why are you asking me something I don't know the answer to? I don't know. That just It's an interesting it's term. It's like fear of going out, I think. I'm going to look it up. Hold on a second. All right, let's keep see going if I was right. Your, go, keep going through All right, psychosis and schizophrenia. Approximately 3.5 million people in the U.S. are diagnosed with schizophrenia and it is one of the leading causes of disability 90 percent of people who are diagnosed with schizophrenia by age 30 are men oh that's correct 90 percent i read that right wow say that again 90 percent of people who are diagnosed with schizophrenia by the age of 30 are men wow yeah i didn't and did not see that percentage so there's only 10 percent of sane guys walking around this earth no that's not what it's well, 10% Nine. of men walking around do not have schizophrenia. No. You said no. Out of the people who are diagnosed with schizophrenia, 90 are men. Oh, oh, okay. Jesus. <laughs> I guess I should uh, pay attention. <laughs> eating disorders. Male, male account for estimated 10% of patients with anorexia, bulimia, and an estimated 35% of those with binge eating disorders. Men with eating disorders are less likely to seek professional help than women. That doesn't surprise me at all. Um, so agoraphobia, to go back to that, that big word, agoraphobia is a type of anxiety disorder in which you feel and avoid places or situations that might cause you to panic and make you feel trapped, helpless, or embarrassed. You fear an actual or anticipated situation, such as using public transportation, being in open or enclosed spaces, standing in line, or being in a crowd. That word sounds much more, I don't know, agoraphobia. I don't know. So it's, it's a fear of what? Being in public, okay. basically. Yeah, so being out. Yeah. That's what I said. All I right, know. I got it, right? Yeah. All right, so there's a lot of... Beeping in the headset? Yeah, I know. I'm trying to fix that right now. <laughs> Shut up. 
I don't know. You're you're Mr. Audio Engineer. So men die by suicide three and a half more times often than women. Men experience a higher rate of suicide than women. Depression, depression when left untreated, can in some cases reach a crisis point of suicidal contemplation. That's why we, we like talking about this. If you guys need to talk to someone, if you're having these thoughts, if you feel like you've hit the bottom of the barrel... Reaching out to somebody and, and asking somebody to, to chat or go grab a coffee is not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength because you, you've reached a point in your life where you think you cannot go any further and you have that last bit of strength in you to, to reach out to a friend, a family, a coworker to say, hey, I, I need, I need, I need to, to, to bend your ear for a little bit. You know, that's extremely important. Especially, I mean, reading this, these stats here, men are three and a half more times likelier to, to commit suicide over women. You shouldn't, you shouldn't get to the point where ending your life is the, what you feel is the last solution or the only solution for, for the pain to go away. Right? Pain, pain, yes. is, pain, is, pain is more momentary. Yes. Pain, pain can be a minute. Pain, pain can be an hour. Pain can be a month, pain can be a year, but pain eventually goes away. Suicide does not. That's it. 49% of men feel more depressed than they admit to the people in their life. A Today Show commission survey of more than 1,000 men revealed the truth that many assume men are much less likely to voice struggles with mental illness. And this is what we talk about. Guys don't like to talk about their feelings, which... You know, when you're reading statistics like this, it's it's crazy. When men commit suicide three and a half more times than women do, this is why. Just find someone to talk to, man. Just find someone that, that, that'll sit and just listen to what you have to say. That's why this is important. That's why Rob and I do this. Not only to, you know, talk about raising kids and stuff, but this is this is an extremely important topic. And it's funny because, no, well, it's not, no, it's not funny. This uh, article I pulled up, they're saying June is mental is men's mental health month. We're in May. I thought May was men's mental health month. What does your your article say? I don't know. I'm gonna Google. He's going on the Google. Do we have the? Uh... No, that's a Jeopardy song. June is men's mental health month. All right, I guess I was, well, that was a month in advance. What well, we're gonna release this in preparation for men's mental health month, right? <laughs> nice, but a lot of my posts this month were men's mental health. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, social media guy was a little bit early. Uh, yeah, it's all good. I was preparing you guys for June. If you have a friend who who's, who needs help, would you recommend someone them to go somewhere, Sal? Yeah, I mean, I would. And if you have, if if you know someone that you think there's something wrong, don't hesitate to ask them. Hey, you want to go for a cup of coffee one day, or you want to go grab something to eat, grab a lunch? Uh, just if you if you have that gut feeling that there's something wrong with someone that you know, I think you should extend the offer or invitation to take this person out for a coffee and, and see if, if they're truly okay. I agree. If, if you were to Google how to seek help, there's some good sites that you can go look at. Hymnsforhims.com is one. Better Health is another. Uh, there's a list of, of online support that you, that you can find that you don't even have to go to a doctor's office. Some charge by month, some charge by week. I think one of, one of the things to really understand is that we started this podcast to really support men and men's mental health. We didn't do it just to make a lot of money. If we were going to make a lot of money, we would try to do something else. I was profitable. This isn't profitable. So yet, <laughs> yet. 
But the thing we, we're doing is to give back and give people something to listen to, to learn from other dads' experiences, learn from our experiences. You know, we bring on guests as as often as we can that we can find that will be beneficial for our listeners. Um, there is no handbook for guys, for dads out there to get through life. Or there's no handbook for having kids and, and how to raise kids or, or how to deal with kids. I, I hope everyone listening enjoys it. So, Rob, about six of every ten men experience at least one trauma in their lives. Men are more likely to experience trauma related to accidents, physical assault, combat, disaster, or to witness death or injury. PTSD can develop weeks, months, and sometimes even years after an experienced trauma and can cause a person to relive the traumatic event, avoid places or situations that serve as a reminder to it, uh, feeling on alert or keyed up for danger, experience nightmares or flashbacks, and a number of other troubling symptoms that can interfere with their everyday life. So this, like I mentioned before, this week was, has been a little rough. Um, lost uh, lost a family member, young, 15 years old. He lost he lost his fight uh, with leukemia. It was, it was actually, they found out, I think around Thanksgiving. Oh, was that quick? Yeah. He was in the hospital for COVID. Um, he wasn't getting any better. He started running more tests. And then that's how they found it. I was was doing some research to see if, like, once a year, if you when you go for your physical, your yearly blood work, if there's something that they can test for. But looking further into, you know, doing my research online, there's really no one test. Like, you have to go to the doctor and say, hey, there's a history of this in my family. Can we start screening for it? So that's what they'll start screening for. If there's a history of lung disease, they'll start screening for lung disease. Well, was there was there a history of leukemia in your family? No, crazy. which is crazy. So, you know, if there's a history of colon cancer, they'll start screening for colon cancer. But there's no like, hey, take my blood and screen it to see if something looks funky. Because that, to, from what I've been looking up online, there's none of that. I can't fathom. I, I don't know. I, I just don't. With today's technology, I can't understand why there's there's nothing out there where a blood sample can be screened and red flags go up or markers go up saying, hey, something doesn't look normal here. Yeah. Especially if you have, um, if they're comparing it to last year's blood work, you know? Yeah. I'm surprised they wouldn't see an abnormality in the blood work. I'm talking to my wife because she worked for a pharmaceutical company um, that was predominantly oncology. She said, once it gets in the blood, that's it. It's, it's, it's over, Johnny. It's too late. Really? Yeah. So... If you're screening for that in the blood, and, and now you're starting to get markers in your blood, then she said that that's, that's pretty much it. Of blood. That really is surprising that there's no way for them to identify that. Because I thought the whole reason of getting blood work is to look for any abnormalities year over year and, and to track it. That was my understanding. That's what I thought. But my wife said, once it's in your blood. But are they doing, like, when they do blood work, are they just checking, like, how they're, you They're looking for your, your vitamin B levels, your vitamin C, D. They're looking for your cholesterol. You know, they're looking all, like, cholesterol. You know, if, if you start having high cholesterol, they're going to say, hey, lay off on the salts, or now we got to put you on cholesterol medicine. Yeah. So, I mean, certain things they screen for, but, I, I mean, I just, I just can't imagine that there's no screen for any type of cancer unless it's a specific screen which is you know that's why men go for colonoscopies it's 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 how's your family doing it's tough it's not enough time right it's from thanksgiving till now the support the support from the family and the community is is 
just tremendous. Um, my my cousin, he he touched a lot of a lot of people. Um, he made a difference in his community. Just the amount of people that were there was amazing. Cops, really, cops on guard. It, it was just yeah. He he got a he got a state police escort from New York City to Jersey, and then the local PD to the town that he lived in picked up from there and and took him to the funeral home. It was just amazing, just amazing. God bless my cousin. Yeah, we're sorry for your loss, Sal. Thank you. I I, I can't imagine you know what she's going. Through. Yeah, I couldn't either because that goes back to probably one of the first episodes we ever recorded. Yeah, with with your friend, your, yeah. your friend that lost his son. Yeah, and he w- same thing. It was very quick that, and he was happy it was quick because his son stopped suffering. Yeah, and that's what my cousin said. And I think if your your cousin needs anybody to talk to, I know Patrick would always be open to it. So thank you. Know, you. Yeah. So on to well, um, just one last yeah, note go ahead. About, about men. Just guys, if if you're feeling down, just know that suicide is not the answer. Go out there, talk to a friend, talk to a relative, talk just. Find someone on the street. Talk to a stranger. Say, hey, this may seem a little wacky, but can I chat for a few minutes? You know what? You'll never see that person again. If you need Stop. to get something off your chest and you, and you don't feel right talking to a friend or a relative, just see, look for uh, a stranger on the street. Say, hey, uh, can I take five minutes of your time, please? I just need you, I need to talk. I could see Sal walking down New York City <laughs> streets. Excuse me, sir. Can I talk to you? <laughs> Fuck off, dude. But I think the, I think the dad lesson, and I, I, I'm going to jump on this dad lesson. I think the dad lesson for tonight is if you need help, seek help. So if, if you're feeling down, go find someone to talk to or 10 people to talk to or 20 people, like whoever you need to talk to to kind of rectify your situation and put yourself in a better situation, go do it. Because if you don't, it's just going to ride and ride and ride. And sometimes you have to talk it out over two weeks. I know I've, I was dealing with something for the past couple of weeks and I probably talked to a thousand people and, you know, called my dad every day, drove my wife nuts. But <laughs> at the same point, it's, you know, I knew something wasn't right with me and that was the only way it was, I had to work it through. And you know, that at the end of the day, that that's what I was able to do. I was one of the people he talked, he, he says he talked to a thousand people because he wanted to see if a thousand people had the same answer. He was just trying to find the right one. He wanted to find the one he wanted to hear, but yes, um, go, Oh no, that's not the right one. I don't no, fucking know. Go, go, go seek help. Go talk to somebody. Um, we have the the Rad Dads Facebook group. There's there's an option to post something anonymously. If you got a question or if something something's on your mind and you want to know uh, how how someone may deal with it or you need some some advice in a particular situation you're going through, you can post anonymously on our Facebook group. Trust me, the responses you'll get, it'll, it'll be over an overwhelming response. We have a great bunch of dads, the Rad Dads uh, Facebook group. I'm happy to announce we have a new sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by Weber Home and Business. Weber Home and Business was established in 2021 with one clear mission. Establish a safe, healthy environment in your home, school, or workplace. With over 12 years of experience, environmental remediation and restoration industry, their staff of certified mold inspectors will be sure to provide thorough inspections, detailed protocols, expert knowledge, and professionalism in each and every client. Call Weber Home and Business at 551-502-1052 for mold inspections, air samples, air quality assessments, or water intrusion. And an IICRC certified, whatever that means, will be happy to walk you through the process. They work with 
insurance companies, real estate agents. So give them a call and get it better with Weber. Again, that's 551-502-1052. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. Oh, yeah, I, I think I, th- I think I'm right. Is that right? I think it's time. It's time. Who's that? Uh, my God. What guy's name from uh, the MMA? No, UFC. Bruce Buffer. That is it's name. time. Right? No. Are you ready to rumble is what you're no, talking about? No, that's his brother. Oh. His brother coined that. Uh, the one that does the UFC, it, he, he, says, he yells out, it's time. All right. Enough of that. Hold on. There we go. All right, tonight we are tasting IW Harper Reserve Cabernet Cask. It is Kentucky Straight Bourbon. That's the alcohol classification. The distillery is IW Harper Distilling Company. Uh, 90 proof, 45% alcohol by volume. It is aged in Cabernet Sauvignon casks, which adds to the flavor. Filtration undisclosed, batch size undisclosed, mash bill undisclosed. I did not see any awards. Color is amber. Price point forty nine to fifty nine dollars. Anything more, you're getting ripped off. A little history about I W Harper. I W Harper whiskey was first produced by the Bernheim Brothers Distillery back in the late eighteen seventies. Now Bernheim, the name Bernheim may ring a bell. Does it, Rob? Does that Bernheim ring no, a bell? No, okay. So that's the new Bernheim Distillery in Louisville, Kentucky, and that is where Heaven Hill is currently producing their whiskeys. Interesting, isn't it? I didn't know that. Now you do. So who, who you're asking yourself, who's Bernheim? So Isaac Wolf Bernheim was a German Jewish immigrant who first arrived to the U.S. back in the 1867. Back in 1867. That's a long time ago. So everybody, you're probably wondering why it's called I.W. Harper if the guy's name was Isaac Wolf Bernheim. Well, Isaac Wolf Bernheim is a, is a German Jewish individual. So he felt that to have a, a more appeal in America, he wanted to have the name sound more American, and hence the I.W. Harper name of this bourbon. Established in 1872. And now it is owned by the Diageo, which owns uh, a lot of brands. Yes. So, uh, nose and aroma, I get honey and caramel. On the third glass, there's a sweetness just hits you right in the face. I get apples on the third glass. It's been sitting for about 30 minutes. Uh, tasting notes, hey, we always taste our bourbon neat. I get caramel and honey on the tasting. Finish is a lingering burn. Overall, I'm going to say not complex. And I think this is, I'm going to classify this as an easy sipper. Whoa. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, yeah, it's a little bit of a burn, but it's not a, it's not a like punch you in the nose burn. Like it's like going to curl my nose hairs. Yeah. It's, I think it's an enjoyable one. Oh, what are you giving it for a rating? I'm going to give it a seven, five. I, I like it. Wow. Really? Yeah. Not bad. I W Harper. So go ahead, Rob, hit me up with your, uh, I, I am flabbergasted with that rating. Holy mackerel. So I think it's a little bit harsh. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> I just poured Rob a. Just wanted to top off here. And poured Rob a fistful. Holy Jesus. I'm moving my glass because. <laughs> All right. So so the aroma is 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 very spicy. Uh, the third glass is, is a little bit sweet. I think if you put if you were to put an ice cube in it, it'd be a little bit different, a little bit more mellow, I think. I agree. The taste for as spicy as the smell is, the taste isn't isn't horrible. It's not bad. There's a little bit of a burn. Um, yes, this this the aroma does not match the taste. 
Usually when there's a Correct. there's a bite in the aroma yes. where it like burns your nose hairs, the, it's equal to the taste. But yeah. I agree. The, the the aroma does not match the taste. Gives a little bit of a burn. So for me, the uh, the aroma is a one. The taste is a two. And I think the price point, you said around $50, right? So I think it's a, it's a good spot to be at. So I'm going to give it... I think I'm going to give it a, a one five there. So that's that's a four and a half I'm going to give it. It is not a Schilt shelf staple for wow, me. Wow. Big, big difference between uh, you and I, huh? Four yeah, and this, a half and a seven and a half. This is not, this is a more, you know what? This is more of a spicy bourbon liker. So so someone who likes spicy bourbon would, would enjoy this. I like more of the sweet, bleed and blow. Yeah. Uh, Blanton's t- type of. Midwinter's Night Dram. Yes. Which Angel, I, Angel's Envy Rye. Yeah, Angel's Envy is amazing. Yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. We got a 4-5 for Rob on the IW Harper and a 7-5 for me. Um, spicy bourbon. Thank you very much for joining us for another episode of the Rad Dads Podcast. Tune in next time for another enjoyable episode with Rob and Sarah. See ya! See ya!